To start, we wanted to get more context on when and why dynamite was invented and its impact on the United States. And what better place to go than the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History? Peter, it's so good to finally meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi, Brian Bella. Nice to meet you. Glad to meet you, Peter. Peter Leopold is the Smithsonian Curator of Technology and Industrial History. And he says to understand dynamite, you have to understand what came before it, an extremely volatile explosive called nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin is incredibly more powerful than black powder. Um, If you look at the history of nitroglycerin, people are constantly being killed. Nitroglycerin was invented in 1847, about 20 years before dynamite. At that time, it was the only high-power explosive around. Explosives have been around since 9th century China, but black powder and gunpowder didn't pack nearly the punch that nitroglycerin did. That made it incredibly valuable at a time when the country was expanding rapidly. The Transcontinental Railroad was under construction, so being able to blast tunnels through rock quickly was incredibly important. But here's the thing. Nitroglycerin was really hard to transport. Leopold told us about this one time when a shipment of nitroglycerin arrived in a warehouse in San Francisco. And um, it's just a crate and it's leaking, so they decided to open it up and see what's leaking. They were opening the crate with crowbars and it detonated and it killed, I think, about a dozen people. Really, very horrific. It was pretty gruesome. People definitely didn't understand it. It's fine when it's fine, and when it's not, you're gone. And so it really, um, it's not forgiving. Engineers needed an explosive that was as powerful as nitroglycerin, but safer to handle. Enter Alfred Nobel. Yes, the Nobel Prize guy. Right. Alfred Nobel is, by anybody's description, a weird dude. He's um, incredibly creative. He's very argumentative. Um, he's taciturn. He's morbid. Um, you know, he's really not who you want as your best friend. But he is who you want inventing your explosives. Yeah, Nobel figures out that he can stabilize nitroglycerin by mixing it with a chalky powder called diatomaceous earth. That combination forms a paste that stabilizes the nitroglycerin. It's way easier to transport without accidentally blowing people up. Nobel also invented the blasting cap, which attaches to a fuse. And what that means is that people can detonate the dynamite from a safe distance. And dynamite is basically just these ingredients packaged into a tidy cylinder wrapped in paper. It's stable and relatively safe. And so, in 1867... Dynamite hits the market for the first time, and it's a huge success. Here's Peter Liebold again. In 1867, Nobel produces 11 tons of dynamite, which is a fair amount of dynamite. And by 1874, he's got uh, 3,120 tons of dynamite that he's produced. So people, the people loved it. The people loved it. Dynamite was the boss. Dynamite became the go-to tool for tunneling and mining. But as Dr. Frankenstein soon found out, once your invention leaves the lab, there's no controlling where it goes next. One of the things that are really fascinating about innovation is that, that things don't necessarily turn out as people expect they will, and that, that folks are very creative about finding new uses um, for new ideas. And sometimes they're positive and sometimes they're destructive. 
Sometimes they're positive, and sometimes they're destructive. Brian, that seems like a perfect launch point to detonate a couple of explosive stories, don't you think? You bet. We've each brought a terrific story that's surprising in some way. And why don't you go first, Lizzie? All right, here we go. 